Hello and welcome everyone to the Think for Yourself podcast. I'm your host, Custis Moore, joined again by my good friend and colleague, Kieran. Hello everyone, good to be back. Um, Just a brief overview of kind of my background. Um, I'm a tech student as well. Um, I'm currently an industrial engineering major and I'm also on the STEM MBA pathway at Texas Tech. Basic stuff, basic stuff, come on. You gotta be smarter than that. You gotta be getting a PhD, right? If you insist, um, no. <laughs> you know, yeah, I'm getting a PhD in astro- oh, yeah. astrophysics, right? Right. No, um, uh, I, I have some background in some, uh, I've done a, I did an asset management internship this last summer with Spence Asset Management out of Las Cruces, New Mexico. Um, I worked closely with the president of the board, which was fantastic. Um, I'm currently pursuing uh, an internship with Honeywell, um, probably do some project management with them. And then um, I'm also the campus coordinator as well as Custis. Um, we're both campus coordinators for Turning Point USA, um, Texas Tech. And then yeah. um, other than that, um, I'm the vice president or the vice chairman anyway of tech CEOs. Uh, um, and uh, yeah, that's a basic overview. That's most that's of my good. background. Yeah, that's good. Awesome. Well, I mean, there, there isn't much else to talk about other than COVID. I'm just kidding. There is a lot more now than there was like back in <laughs> goodness gracious, like March. Can you imagine? Like everyone was talking about uh, the same March thing. Tough. I mean, it was literally like, oh, shutdowns. Like get to like yeah. June well, or like May. Yeah, I guess the, the NBA was is, playing, but. Yeah. Well, the sad thing is, you know, that's, that's always still talk about, you know, you go over to someone's house and you know you maybe you're not super close to them but what, the first thing you do is it's just small talk now it's like oh you know how is your job going and frick rona and all that stuff right so it's just like it's just become it's becoming beat to a just a pulp it's just i don't know i'm i'm tired of it we need a we need an actual resolution here I'm, I'm pretty sick and tired of it too like i just i don't know Anyway, so th- this is going to – I have a real serious question to start us off with. Are you ready, Kieran? Go for it. What is, who's your favorite country artist? <laughs> country artist. Um, so I'm originally from an ag town, but I'm kind of a city boy more or less. I wasn't really raised on a farm, but I do live out in the county. So I've got – I'm kind of a, a weird hybrid. But um, favorite country artist, you know, you can't go wrong with any George Strait. Um, I, I really like the classics, Willie Nelson, um, just more of the, the traditional classic guys I really listen to. Uh, but if I had to pick one, probably George Strait. Yeah. All right. Well, basic answer. I can't argue with you on that one. Yeah. My dad said I was going to hell if I skipped a George Strait song again in the car. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I guess that's how that works. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. So to some actual serious questions. Um, Please. Why have COVID numbers gone up? Like they are exponentially higher than they were when we, when everyone was freaking out. Why have COVID numbers gone up, but no one seems to give a shit? I think people have realized that COVID is similar to the flu, not exactly the same as, but similar to, um, in that it's, it's definitely something that can be detrimental to your health, but only if you have certain conditions, right? So, you know, the vast majority of the population that does not deal with those conditions, you know, good for them. I'm personally, I suffer with some asthma, so it does bring up some concern uh, here and there. Um, 
but you know the vast majority of the population does not have these chronic illnesses um, or if they do they're very minor or they, they you know they don't do a whole lot of impact on them uh, as far as the symptoms go but really to, you know to be frank people just they don't care anymore um i think to an extent they do people are still wearing masks and they're still being careful to an extent i still you know i'm from new mexico and we're still very much locked down here so it, it definitely varies per state um but i think it's just people have realized that staying home all day and you know drinking lots of alcohol and just trying to find things to do while working that actually fulfill you or just it's it's not good for anybody's mental health so people are people are trying to find ways to get out and somewhat enjoy themselves and i think a lot of that is just trying to see people that they haven't seen in six to eight months right well for for those of us who have been locked down um and you know the the hypocrisy that we see in certain states like California from Nancy yes. Pelosi, it's just disgusting. You know, she sure it's a nail appointment or a hair appointment, but you're going to enact these laws and you're going to you're going to continue to take payroll while shutting people down and forcing them out of jobs. And you're going to go get a hair appointment. Well, when everybody sees that, they're going to be like, OK, screw it. If it's not important to Nancy Pelosi, then I don't really care either because it's just disgusting hypocrisy now in the states where it's been you know fairly controlled but also fairly open let's say georgia um i think people are still they've found a balance you know they're not going to huge parties or anything like that but they're sticking to a few people um kind of having this circle that they can hang out with and keeping it more or less isolated but at the same time still getting out still kind of having their normal life because yeah like i said earlier where alcohol sales went up astronomically um i Amen. did a, a I, yeah i did a screener for um my asset management internship and you know i what i did it i, I pulled a few of the positions from mutual funds and just kind of to analyze what they're doing right now and there were about five or six uh main large um cap index funds such as the vanguard uh, etf that had um, an alcohol company as one of their top listings, you know, and it, it just makes sense because sales did skyrocket. Um, and what does that bring? You know, people are drinking more. They're isolated more. We're going to have higher levels of depression. Just this last week, we had a kid sitting in his online class shoot himself. He was 11, you know, it, it's just it's did not healthy for people. Hold he on, time 11, on. I haven't yeah. heard of that. Hold on, what? Yeah, no, check that out. I, you know, I don't remember exactly where, but I, I it was a, a headline this last week, and I, you know, I was just like, you know, this poor kid has probably been locked up all for six God. months, and he's just missing his friends, and he's yeah, maybe he has a rough home I, life, you know, he he doesn't yeah. want to be home. Yeah, and so, that that was one of the things early on in COVID was, you know, my mom used to work for CPS. Um, right. And she talked about how terrible it was, how awful it was. Um, or, I mean, she just didn't like it. It was a lot of work. Uh, and she saw things that most people in this world don't don't see, right. like stuff that you see on TV shows like Criminal Minds or um, Law and Order SVU, stuff like that. And right. I don't know. She was She was looking at the numbers on like, you know, CPS home calls had like gone up like just ridiculously um kids were i don't know kids were being beat kids were being neglected more than ever before um 
but yeah, that's just, that was just sort of the climate because all these kids who would go to school all day and not come home or like they'd come home late at night because they had a sport or whatever were stuck um, at home all the time. And then with alcohol sales going up, you know how that can render. Uh, but yeah, I hadn't heard about that 11 year old though. That was, that, that's, that's crazy to me. Um, yeah, it's pretty sad. Yeah, no. I mean, I can I, imagine. I think that reflects a lot of what's going on just in a very extreme scenario, you know? Go ahead, sorry. No, you're good. I really didn't know anything. I was just like, good lord, that is one of the worst things I've ever heard. Like, can you imagine? Yeah. Oh, God. 11 years old. I mean, the kid <laughs> so much more life to live, and he's, you know, he's just coming into middle school. You know, maybe he's fifth grade, sixth grade, you know? It's just like... I don't think wow. I could shoot a gun. Ah, yeah, I could. I shot a <laughs> shotgun. Yeah, that's not true. But... <laughs> God, that's pretty terrible. It is. It's. It was very sad to see, and I'm. I'm sure that's not an isolated incident. I'm sure that's no. happening with much more adults. And you know, it, when an 11 year old kid does that, it makes headlines. But what you're not seeing is all the adults that are doing it because well, they right, don't right. know what to do. And goodness, but like, we we have a friend here in Lubbock. Not going to mention his name, but his parents are like, no, you can't come home. Right. <laughs> yeah I, like over thanksgiving break he was stuck here yep. um my two roommates were the same the same way they're like that, nope you can't come sorry wow that's yeah. crazy oh yep. my goodness but yeah they were like no you can't come home um but then over christmas break again they were like no you can't come home so he's wow. not going home for christmas like he's he's in lubbock he's not going to be here necessarily all by himself but he's going to be here pretty much by himself pretty much he doesn't have a car definitely. um yeah he oh, yeah. lives in an apartment now he can walk to pretty much anywhere he needs to go just where he lives but like right his parents are these covid maniacs and yep. i just i just don't get it um so yeah he's stuck here he's, i think one of his sisters came and visited him i think he's gonna have like his brother his brother and sister come visit him at some point but i just right. I don't know. Um, That's pretty crazy to me that like his parents were like, no, you can't come home. You've been in a college town. Now I get it. Lubbock Lubbock has really bad COVID cases. Now those hospitalizations look worse than they actually are. Just because we're getting people from, you know, your state, like um, just because we're UMC and uh, yeah, it's UMC pretty much is like the biggest hospital in like a 300 mile radius. Um, Yes which is crazy. Like, oh, you have to go to Dallas for the next biggest hospital. There's parts of Oklahoma where we're the closest hospital. South, southern parts of Colorado where we're the closest big hospital. So yep, it's kind of crazy. Lubbock is a huge town, about 300,000 people, probably 300, maybe a little over 300 with all the college kids whenever they're here. Because, um, mm-hmm. I mean, that's like 40,000 people, 30 of which don't Easily. live in Lubbock. Yeah. But, like, yeah, um, yeah uh, it's pretty, pretty – just crazy how i don't know i just can't imagine my parents being like no you can't come home and i'm like well it's okay my family already had covid so they're they're good Um, right and you know let's we have two scenarios you're bringing that up and another one you know there's there's really two sides of this and maybe even three you have people that are paranoid because they don't know really what it is because we still have a lack of information about this thing correct and then you have the people that do have underlying uh conditions and they're worried, and they and they should be, and we should respect that absolutely. Um, what we what we should have done from the start is, you know, and given it had to take some time to develop and kind of understand what was happening with the virus and how it affected people. But, you know, once we had a a, a moderately firm hand on understanding uh, what this this virus can do as far as side effects, 
we should have said, okay, look, if you've got X and X and X conditions, then you need to quarantine, you need to be careful, you need to be picking up your orders from Walmart, you know, not going in, you need to try to figure out a way to isolate yourself. But for the rest of the people, I mean, it's it's tough because, you know, what I'm going to say is, you know, everybody else just kind of continues with life as is. And that makes sense. I mean, we're still going to have a lot of deaths and that's not great. I, I don't, you know, the, the death toll within the last few weeks, actually, excuse me, week, I think it's been in excess of 2000, uh, a, a nationwide, Yay, 2000 a day nationwide. I, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I know it's a lot. It's more than don't it was. Don't quote me on that. Um, it, it's a lot. Yeah. And it, that's just cause everyone's come back from Thanksgiving and all that stuff. But you know, anyway, we, you know, we have the scenario where we tell all these people with underlying conditions to stay home and the rest of us kind of continue with life. And then the third is where we're kind of have been at where it's like, okay, we're going to shut everything down. And it's just kind of like, you know, what is, what is the best outcome there? Cause if we send everybody back to work, pretty much the entire population is going to get it. We're going to have higher deaths, but it just makes me wonder what the long-term effects are going to be in that scenario. You know, I, I, it, it sounds like I'm almost willing to sacrifice lives to continue with life as normal. And that's, that's right. definitely not the case, but it, it just makes me curious about the proper way that these things need to be handled in the future, you know? Right. And hopefully there's not another one of these things in our lifetime. Like it seems to be a one generational thing. You know what I'm talking about? Like, I, I guess so. the, the Spanish flu, most people who were alive during that and can remember anything during that have since passed on. So, um, right. I mean, how goodness. If you're born in 1913, yeah, there's no way. <laughs> you have to be like 100, 107 <laughs> and to remember any of it, really. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, wait, no, that's – yeah, that's 100 – I can't do math. Yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> Somewhere around there. You're right. <laughs> yes, More I'm right. Oh, my goodness. Um, but yeah, no, it, it. I don't know. I see a lot – goodness, Twitter is just a toxic freaking hellhole. Oh, it and always I, is. But even I deleted it so for now. like a month. Um, I wasn't on it and. Uh, so I just got it back the other day. I'm just scrolling through stuff and I'm like, God, I'm already sick of it. And I, know, I tweeted a couple things, mostly about sports, like how stupid the college football playoff is, but yep, we can talk about like, that later. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that. That's a, that's a different <laughs> podcast that I'll plug in a little bit. No. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, let me go read what I tweeted. I've just retweeted some friend stuff. I tweeted about CFB tweet about the cowboys oh, oh yeah man. right the that's cowboys. literally oh yeah i tweeted about the dude who yelled at me in the for not wearing a mask in the free speech area while he was also not wearing a mask that was funny i i, I was that, like to be honest with you. i was like sit at the table as a dude he's he's on like a jog it's more of a trot right uh-huh. um yeah it was, it was more of a trot uh <laughs> he's just kind of looks back at me i think he sees the tpusa sign and he was like Shouldn't you be wearing a mask? He's like, not wearing one. I'm like, you're not wearing one? He's like, I don't have to. And I'm like, what? Okay, right. What? Yeah, it's just like I'm, Nancy Pelosi okay. saying, right. lock down, but I'm going to go get my hair done. Okay, cool. Thanks. And we, we when I was with Garrett, and Garrett, our boss, is kind of a, he's a little, like if someone tells me to put a mask on, and I, I just don't like to cause trouble, right? Like, I do like to cause trouble in some situations, but that situation's not worth it. The person telling me to put a mask on yeah. typically is not wanting to, like, force me to wear a mask. Like, it's typically a supervisor who's like, oh, I right. got to deal with this shit again. Like, like come on. Um, 
So I usually put it on, but we were out in the free speech area and which is unconstitutional. And this guy walks by like three times telling us to put our mask on. We're like, we're outside. We really don't have to. Um, they can't kick us off campus. It's not allowed. And so he walks inside and then this dude, like supervisor walks out for like three seconds, says, guys, could you please put your mask on? Doesn't even wait for us to put them on. Just turns back around and walks in. And <laughs> we're like, oh, I guess he was just trying to appease the kid. But like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not like anti-mask. I'm not like pro-mask. I'm just like, if you want to wear it, wear it, I guess. I don't know. Me going to the supermarket, I don't feel like I'm going to get COVID at a Walmart, but I don't know. The restaurant thing really pisses me off. <laughs> like you, you wear it going in. Yeah. Right. And that's, you been sit down and then you lately. don't wear it. You yeah. get up and go to the restroom. Most places don't make you wear it. They're right. like, um, you leave. Most places don't make you wear it leaving because you're up and gone in like three seconds. You don't talk to anybody. Um, yeah. but like, like, what are you going to do if someone's walking out without a mask? Like tell them to leave. Like they're, they're leaving. Like, <laughs> right. I don't know. They're, um, they're leaving. Yeah. Yeah. That, that one was just kind of dumb to me. And then God, it's like California. I know, uh, God, they're a hellhole. Um, just yeah, shout out to what, like, Gavin Newsom for that one. Don't even get me started. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, like they're like, Oh, well you can eat outside. You can't eat inside, but you can have tents outside where you can eat outside. And I'm like, you're literally like stupid. <laughs> Like yeah. you're you're outside, but you're in a tent. Out, it, it's just. Anyways, and Newsom, and then I can't. What's the what's the uh, mayor of LA? I can't remember his name. Oh gosh. Um. I can't remember. Uh. Anyways, they were like approving Hollywood uh, to continue going on with Garcetti. movies. Garcetti. Is that right? Uh, right? What's his first name? Um, I don't know. Oh, it's Eric. Eric Garcetti. Eric is that Garcetti. who it is? Yeah. yeah. They're like approving for these movies to be filmed, and then they have like tents and tables outside with like buffet lines, and I'm kind of like, yep. okay, um, but indoor dining for families is banned, and these people with small businesses in California, which I don't know why you'd have a small business in California, it's it's just, yeah, but I don't know why you super hard why you own anything. That, I guess back when I mean it really wasn't that long ago that it was a red state. I mean it was less than 20 years ago it was a red state, um, and now it's like definition of blue. But I don't know, man. Uh, it's just like they're approving stuff like Hollywood movies to go on, but families can't go to church. Families can't. Families can't go eat. <laughs> People can't well, sell stuff. You know. Yeah, and you know, it's just like that restaurant owner, you know, saying, you know, look, I want to. Yeah. If these people are really, you know, they're setting up, they're casting, they're doing all, they're doing a whole film set, and. Sure, they have masks on, but they're in no way social distancing, right? Um, and then, you know, he's like, he's getting shut down. This restaurant's getting shut down. I'm trying to find the story right now, but um, and it's just like, you know, how how is this okay? You're letting this giant film crew do their job, but you're not letting me do my job within the constraints that you've already given us. Right. You know, it's just right. Like, it's. People don't realize how much of the economy the small businesses make up, you know, and I don't have a number to to really present there, but they are quite literally the middleman between primary consumers and large companies, you know, like if you and sure monopolies have really grown recently, but still they they support a huge amount of our economy. Yeah, Um, I mean, if you add them all up, I feel like they make up a big percentage. I mean, I don't. I know Amazon like controls like 
product shipping. Like they, they, that is their industry right now. And I don't know how much of the actual, um, cause Amazon's literally just yeah. a middleman and it's the largest middleman in the world. Um, when, when I'm talking about Amazon, I'm talking about like the, where you buy like stuff on their app, not like Amazon prime or move, whatever other services that they have. But uh, like whenever you shop for stuff, they're like the number one online retailer or whatever. And most of the stuff isn't theirs. They're literally just like a Target online or like a like a Walmart online, and they have unlimited stuff. Right. Um, now, I mean, I, I don't like monopolies. And is Amazon too big? I don't know. Couldn't tell you. I don't think that they're a monopoly over the industry at all. I think people over like I like I buy stuff at small businesses. I probably buy stuff more in stores than I do online. I'm I'm one of those people. Like I grew up like my dad like hates online shopping. He's like, I wanna know if that shit yeah. fits before I buy it, right? Or I yeah. wanna know what this product is before I buy it. My mom's kinda like that, not really. My mom buys a lot on Amazon. But mm-hmm. Amazon, amazing for books. Uh like that's where I get a lot of my school books. Cause you can get used ones that people are selling on there. Um right. But like a lot of my and is it cheaper? Um, in some places, yeah, but you can find some of the same same stuff on there from actual businesses and stuff for the same price. So I, I'd I don't say know. generally, yeah. I'm a big person who likes to buy stuff in stores. Uh, that's, that's just fair. sort of how I roll. Um, depending on how well the product is known, like I think I ordered something. I think my grandma. I got. I asked for a podcasting microphone for for from my grandma for Christmas, and I'm pretty sure she ordered it off Amazon. But like I just mm-hmm. it's the same price as ordering it off the website um right but yeah i don't know stuff's crazy man covid yeah, it's i don't know we'll figure it out hopefully and get something actually yeah and here i mean soon, I hope. amazon if amazon wasn't big enough before covid has exponentially helped with that like it had well, to have. i want to see amazon, the end of your stuff amazon um, home depot target well right. walmart just massive growth massive growth and they're almost, online almost but, to be honest. but amazon it's funny. Amazon did everything backwards. They created an online store and now there's actually Amazon stores and malls. Did you know this? They have like actual stores yep. that you can go into. Yep. So like there's one at Stonebriar Mall back by my house back home. And uh, it's, it's really cool. A bunch of random stuff. I mean, it's literally just like a, not a Spencer's, but like a, like a Brookstone or whatever. Just a bunch of random okay. crap that you can buy. Yeah. Um, there's like Alexa's. They had like Star Wars stuff, just random, like utensils for cooking, uh, Forks and knives. Bit of everything. Yeah, right. It's like a like a home goods store sort of. <laughs> it's just funny. I just know Amazon was already like the biggest online retailer before this, and now with COVID, like holy crap, you couldn't go buy stuff in stores for a little bit. There were some grocery stores were the only things that were open. Target, I think, got away with a lot right. selling. Target and Walmart, um, they weren't just grocery, grocery stores, so like they could still sell their stuff while selling groceries. So I know that mm-hmm. they grew, which is okay, I guess, but. I don't know. It's places like, I don't know. I can't think of a, like a, just a store. I don't know, like a TJ Maxx or a, uh, I don't know. What's another store that just sells clothes and not food? Like Marshalls or something? Yeah. Just like, like, yeah. Like Ross or Marshalls. Those are like sec. Yeah. I don't know. Just like, I don't know. Like mall, like in, in the mall, like a Dillard's or a Macy's or stuff like that. I feel like they suffered a lot. Um, they probably grew online, which is probably good for them, but, I don't know. I know at the beginning they never they probably lost a lot of money. <laughs> and they did. Yeah. I can't Meanwhile, wait to see the end know, of the year Amazon stuff. Amazon is Amazon's approaching two trillion for its market cap and yes. um I think Apple is 
Gosh, I think they're at 2.07 trillion. So they well, Apple was they, not going to slow down with COVID. Apple was no, no way, absolutely no, not. Nope. Nope. They they and they they haven't. They haven't. They're rolling out new headphones. They've yeah, just you, released new iPhones. Do you see those yeah. headphones? It's crazy. You see those I, AirPods? They weren't pods. They're, they're dumb. They're stupid. The problem with those headphones, Custis, is that those are not going to... The headphone market is very unique. Headphones, more or less, the quality of headphones has not changed in 30 years. Because it's one of those technologies that we figured out so well that we basically... It's hard to change, There's right? not much more to figure out. Right, and I have, so, I have my know, little AirPods, which are like the nicest thing on this planet because I can just carry them around, pop them in my ears. They're great. I don't have to yeah. worry about cords or whatever. I do have to worry about them being charged. Um, uh-huh. But they hold their battery pretty well. Pretty well. Um, well, and that's the only thing that Apple can do with headphones. They can't. Sure, they can improve different layouts of the speakers. You know, the AirPods and certain other prototypes have stacked speakers now, so it's it's, on it's top like the each other. their noise canceling technology is pretty good too. Yes. Um, I know it's, that. You know, it's it's the convenience that they're improving. They can't necessarily improve the sound quality. So when Apple comes out with a five hundred fifty dollar headset, that you know, Ridiculous. sure, it's it's luxury, it's cool, it's got an interesting case. It looks you know, cool. I could buy my headset from 20 years ago that's, you know, a Sennheiser 300-ohm headset is going to vastly outperform that. And you know, I don't know. I, I think it's just Apple flexing its its absolute power in the space. I don't – it's dumb. It's a dumb product in my opinion. I, I'm probably going to get a pair. I probably won't. <laughs> I, I don't know. I haven't made up my mind yet. But no, I, I think it's not. a dumb product. And to be I honest, get... the Bose 700 series are so much better. So, I got I, like I whenever I bought my laptop because I got a Mac, which I don't regret. But I mean, it's nice, it's convenient. They do have some convenient things like I can run. I got a pretty decent processor on here. Um, but I got like a quote free set of Beats, like wireless, mm-hmm. super nice Beats headphones. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. <laughs> but I guess they're gonna end that partnership. Uh, now that they came out with their own. Well, they're just they're just shrinking headset. it. Beats is just becoming the kind of the cheaper line. So. Which is funny. I remember when Beats were like the dopest thing to have on this planet. You remember that? Was that? I don't oh, know. Yeah, maybe maybe it's because I went to a private school, but everyone had no, a no, pair. No, no, that was a thing universally. Yeah, if you had, had Beats, a, that was like, oh, damn, okay. I had a matte black pair, and no one had seen anything like it before. And they were really cool, but I broke them. I jumped on my bed. They were sitting in my bed, and I snapped it. It was really uh, sad. They're yeah. fragile. They're very they fragile, were. that's for sure. I, know, I love these AirPods. I feel like I could throw them off the roof and they'd be fine. <laughs> Maybe not the well, case, so but the small, AirPods themselves would be just fine. Yeah, absolutely. Know. There's other options in the AirPods too. They're probably just as good, but you know, um, I don't know. Goodness. How do we get from that, from, from COVID to this? Isn't that amazing? I don't know. We can really just talk. Good. We're always good at doing that. Dude, it's the, Best podcast shows when it's just a, like Joe Rogan. Three hours is kind of ridiculous, oh gosh. but but just well, sitting there and be able interesting topics too. Yeah, and they talk about nothing. It's like Seinfeld with yeah. a podcast. Um, That's so true. <laughs> Seinfeld, it's all about what the guests. Show. Yeah. Goodness. Have you seen um? Oh gosh, the new Netflix series with um David Letterman. My next guest needs no introduction. I have not. Try to check that out. He's had some pretty interesting guests on there. Really, um, a lot of a lot of very you know pop icons, Kim K, 
Kanye, the whole clan, basically. Yes, but Kanye. He's also had Dave Chappelle and some other really interesting. I like Chappelle. I think Melinda, Melinda Gates was on there as well. Um, it's interesting. I, I've enjoyed watching it. I finished it, but I've enjoyed it. I want to know Chappelle's political views. The he dude. is. He's actually quite. He's quite liberal, but he. The reason I think he appeals to either of us is that he makes fun of everybody. He doesn't leave any doors unopened. I think he's also he a big gun guy. Like I think you're. Oh I, gosh, I know. You know I, I don't know about that one. I know Prager U throws out a quote. Like I know it's out of context, but he's like, the second amend- the second amendment is there just in case the first one doesn't work out. And I know he. I know he's a big proponent of the first amendment because of what I've seen and what I've oh, read. Holy crap! I can't repeat it. Like I know he's he's a comedian. Like him and Kevin Hart. I know Kevin Hart is more in the middle. Um than he used to be just because he literally got canceled by people that were in like that side of the spectrum because he made yep. gay jokes or quote racist jokes. I, but I just like, I don't know. Remember he like quit like two years ago from doing comedy yep. because he was just so irritated. He finally did another comedy skit, I think, but he's like, I'm done. This is, this is bull. He's like, this is I crap. Can, I should I be can, able to make what jokes I want to, to make. And yeah, I feel like Chappelle, like if he'd made, the videos that I'm thinking of, like the Chappelle show, if he made those that were made like 10 years ago today, like he'd be canceled. He would be canceled. <laughs> like he'd be canceled, quote canceled. And yep. I don't think he regrets making those videos. I think he finds them really funny and they are pretty funny. Um, mm-hmm. Some the Dave Chappelle show was ridiculous, ridiculously funny. Um, There's some yeah, really I don't know. great episodes there. Yeah. Some, some episodes that I probably shouldn't laugh at, but they're hilarious. Yeah. They're, they're really funny. Um, Chappelle's just interesting. Just an interesting guy. I just wonder. Like, yeah, like I said, he he leaves no door unopened. He will make fun of every single person, including himself, including his race, including that's his background. The, he will do yeah. it. Yeah. Yes. That's, that's the best part about it. Yeah. He, uh, he does not really care. Yeah. But anyways. Well, I don't. You, maybe you, it's it's that he cares so much to you know keep it equal. He cares about having the quality the quality and the content there that. Well, maybe he that's tries <laughs> his best to find content everywhere, right? Because yeah. he doesn't want to just single people out. That ever that ever ends well. No, usually does not. Well, one side thinks it does. Anyways, we won't go there. <laughs> Anyways, we won't go there. Um, have you uh, you taken I side with quiz? I, I've probably asked you this question a million oh, times. Oh yeah, of course. That's the best political test in my opinion. Have you seen the? Uh, so they have like I went and looked like a couple weeks ago, and they have like people who are thinking about running in 2024 have you looked at that yet oh no i haven't who's it, about running it'll take your result well this is just like i know shapiro isn't gonna run but they put him on here every year so like uh, there's crenshaw do. shapiro candace owens ted cruz mike pence kanye Dwayne the rock johnson oh, oh my gosh andrew yang bernie sanders joe biden he'll be dead so will bernie uh pete Buttigieg, <laughs> michelle obama kamala harris and aoc I and trump's on here michelle. too but yeah, we'll but yeah, no. I was looking at it like I took the I side with quiz, and I was actually—I mean, I was—I was more Joe Jorgensen than I was Donald Trump for the twenty twenty election. Well, you're a you're a libertarian hardcore. Yeah, I've been I, since I got back on Twitter. I've been really turned off by the Republican Party. But, um, anyways, yeah. So my top—they were all so like my number one was Crenshaw, uh, eighty-two percent, Shapiro, eighty-one yeah. percent, Candace Owens, seventy-nine. Ted Cruz, 74, Joe Jorgensen, 74, Trump, 74, Pence, 72, and actually Kanye was 57% for me. Holy crap. My lowest, uh, 
Yeah, Dwayne Johnson was 43% too. He's actually, he's pretty big government, but we actually agree on some things. And then AOC was my lowest, believe it or not. Well, Shocking, of right? of course. Bernie yeah, Sanders exactly. was higher. Bernie Sanders wow. was higher. That's saying something too. I was 28% wow. Bernie Sanders. I, I, wow. Yeah, right? Huh. That's interesting. Right? I'd be I'd be really curious. I'll have to do mine again and see where I'm at. Oh no, you shouldn't have to retake it. If you made an account, then oh, it'll show it you should, where you're it at. should just pop up. Yeah, okay. my party's eighty-two percent Constitution, eighty percent Libertarian, and seventy-five percent Republican. Wait, how much Libertarian? Eighty. Holy crap! Okay, that's a lot. Let's see here. I just want to. I just want to hear yours. Probably should have told you to have it pulled up, but yeah, I was eighty percent libertarian. No, you're good. I can probably get it up pretty quick here. Wow. I, you know, I really like. Um, I really like. Uh, Dan Crenshaw. He was blasting Pelosi today. I saw, I saw that. And I was like, wow. Shout out to him. Um. Yeah. Yeah. He. Uh, he's a cool dude. Um veteran lost his eye uh most people know that story hardcore he uh yeah i don't know man i was just i'm pretty libertarian just because i hate the government i don't hate the government i just dislike how the government is run <laughs> i can't say I hate so the government. you know I'll one leave. thing that i've heard from a couple of my friends that are more republican rather um Yes. Yeah, hey, sorry, my connection's really bad right now. Um, oh. One thing my my friend was talking about as far as um, as far as libertarians and conservatives go is one thing to be cautious of is you know the hands off approach that libertarians have. And sure, it's it's kind of the basis of the platform is you know having hoping to find a government that's hands off. But you know when you are promoting having a hands off approach, you just give the other side of the spectrum an easier grasp on. Um, the government as a whole, right? What do you so, mean? Basically, you know, so libertarians have this kind of hands-off approach. They don't small government as possible. Right. Of almost, almost an anarchist perspective, right? Anarchist. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there, are, I follow so, a lot of libertarians that are like so libertarian that I'm like, you are absolutely insane. But I'll listen to you. Right. <laughs> um. And you know, I, I I respect my dad's a libertarian, and I I definitely like a lot of the the platform. Um, but you know, the thing that you should be cautious of is having that hands-off approach, because if it's, if you're too hands-off and you're not involved in government, you will allow the opposite side of the spectrum, meaning in this situation for us, the liberal side to the de liberal Democrat to come in and, um, take even more power from us. Right. So it's important to be cautious of that, but at the same time, it's also important to yeah, you know, stick to that. You know, let's let's have small government, but let's also pay attention to government and work to get that rather than saying, okay, I'm just going to be hands off and, you know, try to be, a, you know, protest to get kind of my way. But uh, that can be dangerous. So I'm not saying you do that. Um, you're well, very involved and so am I. But it's yeah, just to I, just, I look at the Libertarian Party and I'm like, that's what we should want. <laughs> yeah. Like... I mean, like it's 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 fair yeah like less government um i don't know it's just god the freaking republicans like i like i voted for mostly republicans like nine out of ten i'd probably voted for a republican right. right 
And I'm very conservative. I probably will continue to vote for Republicans because I'd like to be able to keep guns and anyways. But um, I don't know. We've, we've thrown a lot of money at, like, I don't know. Republicans preach small government and then they go authoritarian right and they do big government things, right? So I don't know. It's just like, like even Reagan, who I like, I have a Reagan Bush flag. I love Ronald Reagan. I have a million dollar bill right here that's got Ronald Reagan on it. And yeah. Anyways, but I just I like the man. But sometimes, like I look at his policies and I'm like, we're on drugs is a big, big waste of money. Like not 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 wait, <laughs> big waste of money in my opinion. Like we've tried so hard to fight this thing, but it's only gotten worse. <laughs> and just we just like keep punching the beehive yes like throwing money at stuff i don't know people talk about oh we got to stop funding stuff and then republicans go and they're trying to pass through this stimulus bill that anyways it's just like i get the covid thing stimulus bill is a little bit different like than typical spending policies but republicans spend money just as much as democrats do they waste money yep. just as much as democrats do um, it's just in different sectors and I'm probably gonna get a lot of hate from this from people who like that listen to this who are like so Republican they're blind um, like like I'm looking at this I was 75% GOP like believe me I'm very very conservative um, yeah and I can second that yeah like I, like I am like I'm more constant I'm I'm mostly constitution big constitution guy I just want to what do I disagree with the Republican Party on let's look uh, oh it's not gonna show me really Big sad. Shit, though. Oh, well. We can look later. But, uh... Yeah. I don't know. Sorry, I'm reviewing. I'm trying to find my results, but I, I don't think I can be able to pull them up right now. No, you're good. Um, I may have to log in. I don't know. It's My mind's, like, glitching out. I'm trying to pull up the fact that, uh... Aha. Here's how I match... Voter ID be required? Yes. Minimum age for voting be lowered? No. Should the Electoral College be abolished? No. Foreign lobbyists? Obviously no. Should there be a limit on money? No. Should political candidates be required to lease their tax returns to the public? The answer is no, in my opinion, but mm. the GOP says yes. Assassinations? God, trigger warnings. <laughs> I, I, one of them is the death penalty. I don't support the death penalty, but... And I'm one of the most conservative I'm not people sure ever. The government has the the right to dictate that, so I can agree with you in that. Aspect. Right, like like who said it was your job to be like, aha, you die. <laughs> like yeah, it, number one, it costs a lot of money. Good, but it costs yeah, it, it costs a lot of money to to kill someone. And I live I live in the state where we've killed more people than anyone else. Five hundred and thirty-eight people, I believe, have been executed in the state of Texas. Um, and the next closest state's like twenty. And <laughs> But, anyways, like, do you support the legalization of same-sex marriage? I feel like the I don't know. I feel like the GOP switching on that. This one says no. Says that Republicans say no marriage should be defined as between a man and a woman. Um, I say moral, from a moral I, standpoint. I mean, as a Christian, I don't necessarily. From okay, so I guess I support the legality of it. Absolutely, I think people should have the ability to do that. We shouldn't be right. able to, to infringe on that, but from a moral standpoint, I'm not, I'm not against that, but that's not, you know, that's, that's a sin from, from I, my standpoint, right? Right. So just and as that, killing how... somebody or adultery yeah. is a sin, that is a sin. So that's, that's where I stand. It's, it's that's possible. how I see it. 
my I said yes, right. but allow churches to refuse the the right to refuse same sex ceremonies. Like obviously churches should be allowed to do that. That that's right. Like I don't know if you, if you don't want to marry. Like why the hell would two people two gay people want to go get married at a church where they don't want to marry you at in the first place? Like why would you do that? Yeah. And I don't know. In the second place, the church should be like, no, I don't want to do that. Um, right. I don't know. And I'm just one of those people. And I've I, this is my opinion on same sex marriage. Um, it's like, yes, I see it as a sin, but I don't see it as any more of a sin than anything else in this world. So who am I to judge? Right. And that was a big problem that I used to have was judging people so hard. And then I looked down, I'm like, dang, like I'm the one, like I'm the one making just as bad of decisions. Like stealing something is stealing a street sign, which I have obviously never done before. Um, (laughs) I've never done that before, uh, would be the same as, like same-sex marriage i don't know it's just i i see all quote sin is the same uh like it it's hard to do that that's how that's how god sees it that's what the bible puts out there is you know god sees murdering someone the same as telling a white lie now obviously the consequences for both those things are different um yes but those are earthly consequences but those are earthly consequences yes now in in god's eyes those are the same which is crazy to us as humans because i i just it's just crazy but yeah we can't fathom that, yeah. I guess I disagree. Should gay couples have the same adoption rights as straight couples? I said yes, as long as they pass the same background checks as straight couples. I just, I don't know. I, I'm still, I just, yeah. Anyways, I just feel like there's a lot of, there's a lot of crazy people out there who like them force their kids to be gay. I don't know. Did you see that video of the woman with no, like I a, with not. like a toddler? Oh yes. Yeah, and she called her grandma. He's gay. Grand, yeah. It's like he's gay. He's gay. I'm it's like, like whoa. Like he's whoa. like hold on. He can't like even think one. about that yet. He's one. He's not made that decision yeah. yet. He's one. It's like wow. Uh, okay. I thought, so I thought, I thought the left was so them. pro That's making cool. your own decision. Oh wait, uh-huh. never mind. Yeah. yeah. Right. Nope. Do you support a single parent health care yeah. system? I said no. Should gov- should the government increase funding for mental health research and treatment? I said no. Incentivize private companies. Well, not even incentivize. Just I just want private companies. Here's an interesting one. Do you support increasing taxes for the rich no. in order to reduce interest rates? Hold on. No. In order to reduce. You said increase in tax in the same loans. sentence. <laughs> no, no, you're. Oh God, you're one of the problem. Oh, we're gonna get on a huge tangent here. Okay. I had a feeling you would attack this one. So, student loans. Hold on, though. Rich, a million to two million dollars per year. That's what no. we're categorizing. Just, just so you know. Okay. The answer is no. And okay. My answer is no because right. let's go back to the problem with student loans and how. Most people graduate college with a stupid amount of student loans that they will never pay off or default on. And anyways, so the government yes. backs student loans over 99% of the time, right? Yes. It's literally 100% it's the of the time. Safest loan. It's, it's literally a, it's the lowest like interest safest loan. Like my like I don't need a loan, and I could go pull out a student loan right now for a stupid amount of money, and they'd be like, sure, it's all backed by the government. If you can't pay it, the government will pay us back. So this right. is the biggest freaking hole that's ever been created. It is worse than Social Security. Not yet. It's almost <laughs> as bad as Social Security. Um, goodness, I'm sorry. But it uh, lost all train of thought. It's almost as bad as Social Security uh, just because they're backed so much by the government that they will give them out literally willy-nilly. So let's say – I don't know. Back back um, in the day, my dad was talking to me. He's like he – his parents didn't make enough money to like pay for food for him to go to college, to like pay for groceries. Uh-huh. Um 
they they could spend less than hundred bucks on groceries for like a month for him in college and right um like my dad couldn't get a loan my dad could not uh he's like yeah and so i ended up so he'd work in the summer and this was back in the day when you could work like you could work your tail off and pay for school and so he'd work in the summer he'd make you know uh 10, between 10 and 15 grand, just doing whatever he did. He worked all summer, make a lot of money. He'd come back to college. He'd pay for that semester because he was able to do it because um, it was only a few grand and then food and then you know right. travel and stuff like that. He was able to do that and sort of get through the year. I don't know what he did in the winter break. I know he worked a little bit, but uh, but yeah, no, he'd sit there and he'd work and he was like, yeah, and in the long run, it ended up working out for me because you know, if it were nowadays, I probably would just would have gotten a loan <laughs> and then – Right. Would have been screwed for the rest of my life. And I was like, huh, that's kind of interesting. And I don't know. It's just this hole uh, that – and then and obviously schools, ever since they started being backed by the government, schools – like price of school has gone up exponentially. Uh, not just private school. Exactly. Exponentially. It's like literally public universities are raising tuition every year. Why? Because they can. Because <laughs> they can. It's yeah. not like they need it. Come they on. Can. They're all government-backed. It's all – uh, it's all government backed. It's all this stupid crap. And I read through my tuition. I'm like, I'm paying as much for one class as my dad was in 1993 for a whole semester. Oh my gosh. And wait, really? I don't know. It was a lot. My, my, my dad sent me a pay stub from his boss who, uh, first semester at tech in 1986. And I think he paid $600 for tuition. Wow. For 15 hours. For for the entire semester. Yes. That's so half a class. That's about that, that's half that's a about class. Ten grand now. That's half a class. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and I know inflation and stuff, but I'm looking at that. I'm like, that inflation rate's ridiculous. That is not how that should have ex- extrapolated out. <laughs> just, I don't know. And then you look and all these. I don't know. College is being greedy, probably. Um, yeah. If student loans weren't backed by the government, now I. Oh, it's just. Well, I think everyone. I don't think it, everyone has the right to do what they want in this world, but not everyone has the right to be given what they want in this world. Um, yeah. So if you want to go to school, I just I wish they would have kept it to where like I understand like the good faith thing and what they were trying to do back in the day with, you know, oh yeah, we should get more people to go to school. Well, now degrees are not necessarily they're not worthless. Like degrees are not worthless, right? No. They do have worth in this world, but they are. So like, but you can, but you can. Well, I don't, I don't think they're worthless. But I, what I would just, say is that there's yeah. other ways to get extremely educated and have just as the just as high qualifications. Right, but you don't because you have a sheet of paper that says you got a degree. Mm-hmm. That that is what college is for now. It's literally just a factory for putting out degrees. Now I'm enjoying college. I enjoy both. I'm I'm two uh, two different degrees, so I'm a dual degree major in two different colleges at Tech. Right, and so. I enjoy one of the colleges more than the other. I'm not going to point out which one, but I enjoy one of them more than the other just because of how people oriented they are. But like, I just, I just sit there and there's people talking to me and how much loans they've pulled out. And I'm like, uh-huh. like, I understand that there's, there's a quote hierarchy in this world. Um, and there are some people who are born into situations where they don't have the financial means to make it to college. And, right. but like back in the day you could work. Now you can't, you can't really work and pay off a semester. You have to pull it alone. And so some of these people who are in the middle, sort of like the middle class, kind of got screwed because yes. um, that my dad had some friends who parents helped pay for school, but they couldn't pay for all of it. And so they'd work in the summer and they had, they had more money than my dad did. 
but uh, like I I think my dad's parents did help with school a little bit, but they couldn't pay for all of it. I know that for a fact um, for for any of their kids. But my dad, his younger sister, and his younger brother all got bachelor's degrees from a university. Um, like my dad went to tech, was here for seven years, um, graduated with a degree in communication studies. And then my aunt went to Richland Community College for a year or two, transferred to tech um, and graduated with a degree in finance. And then my uncle, he went to community, he went to Richland for a year, um, went to like Sam Houston State, then went, then moved to Lubbock for a year, didn't take any classes, then went to UT Arlington, I think, and got a degree in criminal uh, justice or something like that. He's a police officer now. Um, but he got a degree in there and they all pretty much paid for it. Not necessarily completely by themselves, but they all were able to work. And my uncle graduated, I think in 2001 when I was born or 2000. Um, so I don't know, just it's, it's changed a lot in the last 20 years. Uh, the value of an education I feel like has decreased and, you know, yeah, I don't want to get on a whole tangent of, of schools. I've gotten in some really heated arguments with some people about public yeah. universities, public school, like public elementary, middle and high schools. Um, I just, I don't know. It just seems to be like a money pit. <laughs> it mm-hmm. just seems to keep growing. Uh, you know, I don't know. And, you know, there's going to be a point where college is going to be free. I feel like in this country, quote, free. Sorry. Um, yeah it's going to end up being like high school and it's going to be way less valued. And then you're going to have to have a master's degree to get a job. And then that's going to happen. You're going to have to have a PhD to get a job. Like, I just feel like I just, I just know that there's a lot of people at college. They're like, yeah, I mean like I can't afford it, but I have to have this piece of paper to go work. And then now they're in this money pit for the rest of their lives and they can't get out of it. I don't know. (sighs) Sorry. That was a lot. (laughs) No, you're, there's a lot to take in there. Yeah. But I, I think, I'm going to, I'm going to disagree with you with, you know, your whole, it's just a piece of paper thing. Cause at the end of the day that you take two people, you take a software programmer that learned on his own, you took a software programmer that learned in college. At the end of the day, I think they're both going to be on relatively similar levels of, um, you know, adept knowledge as far as that goes, as far as programming goes. Um, but I think that there, you can go, and get an education without getting a college degree. I think you can be just as qualified um, because at the end of the day, it's what you can do that's really going to make the money and really get you the job. It's not where you went or, you know, and sometimes it is in more prestigious organizations, you know, especially wall street, it does matter where you went because they want that relative experience. But at the end of the day, in general, and programming is a great example of that. If you if you teach yourself and you're just as good as the guy that went to college, then they hire you. Um, and that's it's just a great example. Um, and you know, I think that college should not be made into this whole structure where it's like, oh, you have to go to college. No, you can. Go I to agree with that. Or you can, you know, go get a job. You can get started early. You can pursue something entrepreneurial. You know, right. we should we should have this societal norm where it's like, you know, if you have a plan. And you want to pursue that and you think that will bring, you know, economic stability to yourself then do that. Um, but you should consider college. You can you should consider trade school. You should consider just going out and trying to find a job and getting experience because, you know, I think it's fair to say that if you went out right after college and you started working somewhere and you just continued to grind and work hard, 
that by the time that kid is graduating from high school or excuse me from college that you may not have the same diverse knowledge you know in several different areas as we are required you know all the prerequisites we have to take but i think that that person will have so much experience within that specific field that they can continue to move up and continue to progress um just as somebody coming out of college might so it's it's really it depends on the field you're going into and it depends on you know how technical that is certain university programs are needed to understand um programs and resources really resources are needed to understand some of these fields. Nuclear engineering is a perfect example of that. You have to go to, to a specific school for that because it is a very, it's a very, uh, it's very resource intensive. You can't just have a nuclear reactor for some private business. You know that's that's pretty intense stuff. The, the Naval Academy and there's very few skills in the schools in the U.S. that have nuclear reactors and nuclear engineering programs. Um, and that's just right. another example. That, that, that's but different. I, I think I people guess. should just keep that in mind. Well, the one thing, so I'm going to go, so <laughs> my granddad uh, from Lubbock, um, he got a job when he was 18 as like a manager of a Piggly Wiggly, which was uh, a grocery store. They're still in like Florida and stuff, but he was manager of one in Lubbock and made a stupid amount of money. Went to college for a semester. He's like, oh, I don't need this anymore. Um, I'm just going to go work. And he did. And he did okay. He didn't do as well as he could have, but he remember my dad told me, He's since passed away. My dad always tells me, he goes, he was training people with a piece of paper to be in a position above him just because they had that piece of paper. And that's what he sort of did. That's what my granddad did until for goodness, 20 some odd years um, until he got into some more sales type stuff. Um, But yeah, he's just like, my, my dad was talking to me. He's like, I wish you'd be able to talk to him. Um, he goes, degrees aren't necessarily worthless, but you have, like, you, it feels like you have to have one to be successful in this world. And not necessarily, there are some exceptions, but if my grandfather had a piece of paper that said degree in management or whatever it was at tech back in 1965, um, it wasn't even Texas Tech, it was Texas Technological College, and that's crazy. But, uh, um, I don't know. He was like, he probably would have made more money. His life would have been different, um, but he probably would have made, he probably would have done better, I guess. And I don't know. Yeah. It's sort of like that now. I, I know some people, like, I, I like I love the value of trade schools. Trade schools are a great thing, like Universal Technical Institute. I have a buddy there. Um, he's working not full-time as a mechanic, but like 35 hours a week, 30 hours a week. Um, okay. And he's going to trade mechanic school. He'll, he's, he's getting like a paid thing. To, he was going to go to L.A., uh, for like infinity I, I i think but since california's been shut down they moved it to like houston so he's gonna go live in houston and they're gonna pay for all this stuff and i'm like oh that's really cool and he's like yeah they're gonna pay for everything and i'm gonna get paid working and taking school and i'm like oh that's really cool like yeah um there's programs like that that are like eight year long and then you can go work so he graduates high school he was, he was young so he graduated at 17 started at 18 and if covid hadn't happened he would have graduated last um, like I guess this August, this past August, it's like a full year thing that you kind of do. Um, but yeah, no, he was talking to me. He's like, yeah, COVID happened. Everything went online. I wasn't learning anything. He's just one of those people that has to like do it to learn. And that's kind of how, that's kind of how I would like my mechanic to work, you know, being able to do it before you get hired. And he was like, so we just kind of quit taking classes because everything was online, but now he's back, um, taking some classes. Trade school, community college. Um, I had a really 
excuse me, I had a really poor outlook on community college. Um, so like just where I grew up, kind of where I was, I just kind of looked at community college like, oh, you're stupid. And I, start, I was talking to my parents about it and they're both uh, just back in the day. They're like, you were kind of dumb if you went to community college, like you were either dumb or dirt poor. And um, but he was like, yeah. And nowadays it's just a lot different. It's like even Collin College back home, which is a huge community college um, in the DFW area. They have like four-year programs through Texas Women's, UNT. Um, uh, Texas Tech has like four four-year programs to them where Tech actually sends their professors to Collin College campus. You graduate with an associate's degree at two years, then you graduate with a bachelor's degree from Tech um, at four. But yeah, I just I just look at those programs and I'm like, man, there's a lot of people who I know who are at a four-year school right now who could be at a two-year school um, paying exponentially less for classes. Um and being able to work in the process and make some money. It's like, if you live in Collin County, it's $150 for a three-hour class. It's 150 bucks hmm. at wow. a community college. But um, if you live outside that county, it's 300 bucks. So you take a full semester, you live in Collin County. I don't know, what's, uh, what's five classes times 150, Kieran? Uh, five times one fifty, three hundred, uh, seven fifty. <laughs> seven hundred and fifty for Sorry. a semester of classes for fifteen really hours. Expensive. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Um, now not all schools are like that. Like, I know Collins a lot less expensive, but say, all right, let's do. I I live outside of Collin County, but that's the closest community college to me, so I pay three hundred and like three dollars for a class. I think is how much it is. Wow. Let's just do. Let's just do three hundred times five and fifteen hundred dollars for a semester while it whereas that's like one class at a four-year school wow. that's really inexpensive yeah yeah do you uh, <laughs> you never heard of that had you <laughs> no i mean but that's uh, i mean not your community college i mean that's we have one here called uh dacc doniana community college yeah and they're they're even more affordable than that really um, no i'm not yeah that's just because new mexico though um no i'm not sure that it has as many programs available as yours? I imagine yours is bigger. Probably not. Let's oh, Collin College is... Hold on. Let's look it up. Sorry, you can keep talking. No, you're good, yeah. Um, but we you know, we have a very affordable and very good uh, community college here, and I think a lot of people have changed their view on that and being, you know, like, why go to a big university when I can go to this community college, get all my prereqs out of the way, you know, for one or two years, and then go to a, a main university get that degree at that more prestigious university and then maybe even consider going even somewhere even more prestigious for your grad degree you know you can save that money to then pay it forward to going somewhere better for your graduate you know or finishing your undergrad somewhere else you know so it's it's definitely it's a tool that people should take advantage of and to be honest if i hadn't had ap can dual credit to come to tech and have so many of my prereqs done probably would have done community college because it just makes sense i mean at the end of the day you sure you're going to miss out on some networking opportunities and that's a really big reason that i am going to college um so maybe maybe my mind would change there but um i think that it it's just so affordable and for those prereqs i mean you really can't deny the just the basic common sense of doing that that just it just makes sense right um so right now, Collin College has nine campuses with two under construction, wow. so eleven. Wow. In the deep, there's one in Wiley, Rockwall. There's like there's one in Plano, 
public safety training center. I guess that's just for some degrees, but uh, McKinney, Frisco, they're building one in Farmersville, uh, another one in Plano, another one in McKinney. Uh, and then they have like a technical campus in Allen and they're building one in Salina. Um, hmm. But yeah, I don't know. And they have, they have 60,000 students. Um, yeah, pretty ridiculous. Um, I mean, I take classes. There. I took two classes there last summer and I'm taking one starting, I guess, on uh what's when's the 14th i take one starting in four days taking a history class oh, here yeah sweet starts next well, monday that'll be nice i'm sure that'll be yeah, interesting I'll, I'll be in costa rica for part of it cool <laughs> yeah, i know i'm excited that's i love costa rica where are you going heck if i know i don't know some my dad's friend's house well Dad, it's a beautiful country yeah i know he's been he People threw it out so there nice. like like my dad's my dad helped him build part of his i don't know do some stuff in his company right and he was like like 10 years ago or five years ago i was like hey if you need the house just ask for it and like five years later we were like dad why don't you just ask him he's like okay text him he's like house is yours cool. all you have to do is pay the cleaning lady and the yard guy a 100 bucks each. nice that's great it's yep. yeah it's nice to have those friends yeah, that'll be a really right? good chip enjoy that it should be I'll send you some pictures. It's yeah, up their house. No, please do. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed my stay there. It's beautiful. But yeah, when did you country. go to Costa Rica? So I went, my grandparents, um, I'm fortunate enough to be able to do this with them, you know, go on a, a senior trip with them. And oh. um, so we went over the summer for, I think, what, 10 days? Almost two weeks, I think, 10 or 11 days, 12 maybe. Um, and we just uh, explored the country, did a lot of, we were basically doing an activity. Every did you day. Uh, did you go see the Texas Tech campus? You know, I didn't. Um, but I, I heard a lot about it while I was there. I, I wish I had. That would have been really cool. But um, I can't believe we have a campus over there. That's crazy, I know, right? But, it's amazing. Yeah, it is. I wonder what they're doing over there. What what they teach? But um, yeah, yeah, no, that's a great country. Really, really. Uh, be sure to bring mosquito repellent. That's all you'll need. Yeah. Uh, let's see what they teach. It looks like BS in electrical engineering, industrial engineering, mathematics, computer science, restaurant, hotel, wow. institutional management, retail management. Basically everything. Um, I'm just looking to see what kind of degrees they have. <clears throat> yeah, it looks like uh, so they have electrical, industrial, computer science, math, business management, retail management, and restaurant, hotel, institutional management. So they have. Wow seven degrees um it's not that's very big easy. but that's well, really cool uh, that's though. a ton for the campus though i mean the, the campus is not massive it's a good size but no it's not very big wow uh, that's crazy yeah and then we have ttu in seville spain uh-huh yep uh i don't i don't know what kind of degrees they have but pre-professional health architecture uh engineering classes it just looks like you can take classes there. i don't think that's a full, full uh, i have no idea i have no idea i know that a lot of study abroad programs at tech do that interesting but yeah all right i'd be curious to go over there and see what that's all about yeah go to spain i'm good i don't want to yeah. go to europe i think i'll probably end up in prague for one of my study abroad so that'll be really uh, cool i'm good i like america <laughs> <laughs> well it's mandatory so i gotta get her done I'm going to go to Montana for my study abroad. <laughs> it's a different gross. country up there, man. Um, yes. Is it gross? It no, I'm kidding. <sighs> I'm going to go to Montana or Wyoming. No, it's beautiful up there. Oh, my God. 
my uh, grandparents have both been up there and they love it. Um, Screw it, that's where I'm driving. <laughs> it's pretty. I mean, you won't regret it, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, all right. I guess. Goodness, we've been talking for over an hour. We have. We're yeah, really 63 good at minutes. Rambling, 64 minutes now. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. But, uh, yes, sir. but yeah, I guess that was a. Uh, it's a pretty successful episode talking about nothing typically how it goes <laughs> i never get all my questions answered um no, i always okay. i think i asked two questions favorite country singer and you gave me george Strait. and then i asked yep. about covid why no one cares and then i didn't ask another question for a while and then we ended up on education which is, seems to be right. where my brain goes most of the time but <laughs> you know well all right thank you everyone uh thank you karen for talking with me today um, absolutely Thank you, everyone who listened to this. Uh, yeah, if you made it this far, which you probably didn't, uh, <laughs> um, I do appreciate that. Um, if you would uh, consider donating uh, to the Think for Yourself podcast, that would be greatly appreciated. Um, we will be getting some sponsorships here soon. And I would like to shout out, which I probably should have done earlier in the episode, um, Kieran's podcast uh, that – He should be starting in the summer of 2021 Um, at the latest. I'm going to push him to start it, you know, like next week. Uh, (laughs) No, but, uh, but yeah, that that should be uh, coming up. What what, what were you going to name it, Kieran? So I think I'm thinking uh, the bears and the bulls with Binkley. The Uh, bears and and the bulls with Binkley. Yeah. And I think I'll do, it'll kind of be a course just, you know, from my perspective um, going from, uh, more basic investing uh, to a bit more a moderate approach and then to more of an advanced approach. Okay. Um, so it'll be a progressive podcast kind of starting out with the basics and then getting all the way up to understanding the tiny little, you know, dotting your, uh, crossing your T's and dotting your I's as far as the stock market, the little tiny things you got to keep track of. So, okay, um, so yeah, uh, feel free to join me and keep looking out for that. Are you going to keep that as like a solo podcast or are you thinking to do it with like interview people or like a Shapiro style? What I'm planning to do is a lot of it, I think probably every other episode will be um, with guests. I'll probably be looking to have um, okay. internship individuals or um, past mentors come on. But um, the other half of that will be my just going into depth on examples and basic investing knowledge just to kind of give people that need a more, um, I guess, simple and homely approach to the stock right. market because it's everybody thinks it's so complicated, but. Um, yeah, it really looks really just, complicated. It's as simple as sitting down once a day and learning a new topic. It's it's very easy and it, it just it does take some time, but um yeah, it's it's quite simple. So I, I look okay. forward to look forward to doing that. Yeah. Um and Kieran, I believe hopefully is planning on joining uh me in the uh well, in the spring of twenty twenty one it looks like I'm gonna be launching um a website. Uh well, more of a podcast network. I don't know when the website will be launched, but it's going to be probably called the More Than Sports uh, Podcast or Podcast Network. Um, I started a podcast way back in high school called the More Sports Podcast. My last name is More. It was kind of lame, um, but I'm going to be starting that podcast up again. Um, I actually did pretty well with it. I got a probably less than a thousand listeners in total on ten episodes, so I, I did okay um, on it. But uh, I would like to start that podcast up again and create this podcast network. So look out for that in the spring of 2021. Um, yeah, I should be coming out with a new episode of the More Sports Podcast in the next couple of weeks. 
uh, just to kickstart that again, because I know a lot of people are interested in that. So yeah, um, that's the plan. Uh, we'll see where it takes. Right, Kieran? No, Kieran? Yes, sir. All that's, right. That's the plan. Sounds uh, good. I'll, I'll probably be the manager uh, managing like I have like two other friends who also want to do um, some podcasts, one about sports, one, one about, I have a friend who wants to do one about, uh, goodness, I'm sorry, like the Bible, uh, oh, cool. sort of something like that, like a Jesus podcast, but, uh, but I don't know. We'll see. I want to have a broad, diverse area for free speech. Um, probably throw some articles in there. I don't know. We'll make something sort of like the ringer.com, but not just sports. So yeah, should be fun. Look out for that. I'm excited. You excited? Absolutely. That's going to be really uh, cool to have. I'm not excited to drop like 300 bucks on a website, but it's okay. <laughs> we'll get there. If I make, Hey, look, if I can oh, be amazing, if I could just build this and sell it like Bill Simmons did to Spotify, oh, man. sold the ringer for awesome. like $195 million. Wow. It's amazing. But yeah. Awesome. Thank you everyone for listening today. Again, thank you, Kieran, for, uh, for, uh, coming out sort of we're I know you're in New Mexico. Coming I'm out, more right or less, yeah. Yeah. I'm packing up today, getting home to getting ready to go home. So, yeah. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you, everyone. Bye.